be reading from the May 2023 issue of the Buffalo Rocket on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. The Buffalo Mar Marathon 2023, the annual Buff Buffalo Marathon held in downtown Buffalo, New York, 2022. Buffalo Marathon Weekend is seven days away. This year, we are thrilled to continue our growth back towards pre-pandemic levels with 6,400 athletes from 13 countries and 41 states participating. All events sold out in early April. A weekend summer kickoff party, which is open to everyone, will be held on Chippewa Street on Friday night from 5 to 10 p.m. The Strictly Hip will be performing, and the night will be capped with a spectacular fireworks display at 9.30. A new free plogging event will be held Friday, May 26 at 5.30, starting near Chippewa Street. Plogging is a combination of jogging and picking up litter to enhance the aesthetics of our city. Registration is required. The Health and Wellness Expo will be held on May 27th from 9 to 6 and is open to the public. The Shopper Chopper, a gigantic street-legal motorized shopping cart, will be making an appearance at the Friday Night Happy Hour and again will lead the race. Over the past 22 years, we have donated more than $1.4 million to 50-plus charities who support Buffalo Marathon Weekend. This year, we will award more than $175,000 to local charities, including the $100,000-plus raised by our Heart to Heart Runners. Monies raised by the Heart to Heart Runners benefit the best-in-class cardiac programs at Buffalo General Medical Center and Gates Vascular Institute. This year's donation raises our total contribution to more than $600,000. We could not do this without support from our sponsors, including Kaleida Health, John R. Oshai Children's Hospital, Topps Friendly Markets, UBMD Surgery and Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Remor Home Services, and Dick Sporting Goods, and the rest of our sponsors. For more information, please visit buffalomarathon.org. CCC Erie Master Gardener Program Plant Sale. The Cornell Cooperative Extension of Erie County Master Gardener Program will hold its annual plant sale on Friday, May 26th from 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Saturday, May 27th from 8.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the First Presbyterian Church of Buffalo, 1 Symphony Circle, Buffalo, 14201. The CCE Erie Master Gardener Annual Plant Sale is a perfect opportunity to buy plants at great prices. The sale includes a choice selection of sun and shade perennials, natives, pollinators, herbs, annuals, shrubs, and vegetables from the gardens of or grown by the CCE Erie Master Gardener volunteers, as will plants donated from the area's horticultural businesses. Annuals, hanging baskets, and houseplants will also be available. The, there will be a variety of garden treasures. CCE Master Gardener volunteers will be available throughout the sale to share education on selecting and growing plants. Cornell Cooperative Extension of Erie County uses local experience and research-supported solutions to build stronger communities. CCE Erie provides educational programs to county residents in agriculture and food systems, 4-H youth development, nutrition and community health, environment and natural resources, sustainable energy and climate change, and consumer and economic vitality. Currently, CCE Erie offers consumer and economic vitality programs with the support of over 100 Master Gardener Program volunteers. 
For more information, contact the CCE Erie Master Gardener Program at 716-652-5400, extension 202, or M-G-E-R-I-E at cornell.edu. Sleep. Do you get your eight hours of sleep? There is general knowledge that is re- to, that to remain healthy, you need to get at least eight hours of sleep each night. Not sure who says that, but it must be knowledgeable people who have done studies and research to come to that conclusion. Makes sense that you should spend one-third of your day sleeping. Unfortunately, that is not true for me, personally. I can speak for myself and what I do. I am 88 years old, so five to six hours a night must have worked for me. Like I said, I am going to speak in my case particularly as I know it best. As a young boy, I always loved the mornings, loved the summers as we get daylight as early as 5 a.m., could not wait for the sun to come up and get out of bed to start a new day. In my lifetime, I have seen so many sunrises. How many have seen the sun come up in the morning? Not too many, I bet. How about sunsets? That's a big deal for a lot of people. Down in Florida, the beaches are loaded with people waiting for the sun to set. There was a group of us that would stop at Southway, excuse me, Subway to buy a sub and go down to the beach and wait for the day to end with the sun disappearing over the horizon. It is like a special event. Hundreds of people, cameras clicking, and then they usually break into applause when it ends. Not sure if they are there every night, but the, on the ones I was there, this is what happens. Remember, in Florida, the sun comes up almost every day, so every day there is a sunset, and it does not disappoint. They are spectacular. Personally, I love the sunrises more than the sunset. It means the start of a new day. Like I started, like I stated, as a young lad, I used to get up early and go down to what was then the front park and feed the horses. Back then, policemen rode horses, and there was a stable down there full of horses. In the morning, they would have them let out of the barn. The grass and the fenced area they were in was all gone, plenty just outside the fence, so I used to feed them that grass. Did it for so many summers to the stable, and the horses were no more. Then having a courier express route helped to make me an early riser. It was a morning paper and had to be delivered before 7 a.m. So 5 a.m. was my get up and get to work beginning. Never minded doing that. Loved the long days. Getting back to sleep and the the amount we get. Again, personally, I do not think I ever got eight hours sleep in my lifetime. Maybe there were times, but I do not recall. I was always an early riser and 11 or 12 was my bedtime. Did not want to miss anything. Always plenty to do, places to go, and people to see. The longer the day, the better. Why waste it by sleeping? I have seen some of my grandchildren go to bed at 11 and get up at 11 or 12. They, like a lot of people, just love to sleep. What a waste of the day, to me anyway. I guess some people just need their sleep. I'm not one of them. Okay, five or six hours, maybe seven on occasion. How about naps? Personally, I do not take naps. To me, napping is deliberately laying down with the intention of sleeping. I have a brother-in-law who takes a nap every day like clockwork. Like in Mexico, it is siesta time, napping in the afternoon. I do not take naps deliberately. Dozing, that I do a lot. Sometimes I doze for an hour. I fall asleep watching a boring movie. I doze off in my office chair, and sometimes I even doze off while driving. Only once did I end up in a field. It was level, so no harm was done. Since then, if I feel dozy, I'll pull over to the nearest rest area and take a 10-minute nap. Then I'm ready to go. Done it numerous times, no, especially on the many trips back and forth to Florida. Okay, so to me the question is, do you need eight hours of sleep? 
Elon Musk, who most have heard of, claims he gets five hours sleep and is still able to function. I use him as an example as he is extremely successful in what he does and is able to multitask. He is a lot younger than, than I, but we must both feel the same way. Sleep is much needed but a waste of time. I would like it if we did not need to sleep at all, but that's just me. In any case, have a good night. The Ten Lives Club is hosting their second cat yoga event on Thursday, May 23rd at 7 p.m. at Crunch Gym located at 2429 Military Road in Niagara Falls. Pre-sale tickets for this event are 13 or 15 at the door. There is limited space at this event, to be sure, so be sure to purchase your tickets soon. Participants can enjoy a relaxing night of yoga with Ten Lives with Ten Lives Club kittens and cats in attendance. There will also be a basket raffle along with Ten Lives Club merchandise for sale. Proceeds from this cat yoga event benefit the cats at Ten Lives Cat Club Shelter. Tickets can only be purchased online at, at www.tenlivesclub.com slash store slash cat dash yoga dash may dash 2023. For more information about this event, please call their main shelter at 716-646-5577, extension 2. Happy Hour Music and Meals takes place Monday, March 29th at 6 p.m. at the Tewksbury Lodge at 2049 Ohio Street in Buffalo. The Tewksbury Lodge is hosting Happy Hour Music and Meals on Mondays at 249 Ohio Street from 4 to 8. The current schedule of musicians are May 8th, Maria Sebastian, May 15th, Mike Skoronsky, May 27th, Kevin Gannon, June 5th, The Bobs, June 12th, Rich Manzel, June 19th, Ed Kraft, and June 27th, Meet the Bacons. Unless weather does not permit, the event will be held in the enclosed New York Central Wharf, located on the Buffalo River, Excuse me, the New York, yeah, the New York Central Wharf located on the Buffalo River adjacent to the Dukesbury Lodge. For more information on these happy hour music and meals, contact Peg Overdorf at 716-553-8350 or Powerdorf at thevalleycenter.com. You're listening to a reading of articles and features from the Buffalo Rocket on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Ask Rusty, excuse me, Rusty, I'm concerned about Social Security solvency. Dear Rusty, I retired at age 58. My husband and I worked 40 years of employment each. I had a 401k only, no other benefits. We saved, we invested through our financial advisor, and have done okay watching our investments grow, except for the last three years. Neither my husband nor I, nor I have taken Social Security. We were both waiting until age 70 to get full benefits. Do you think this is still wise? I am concerned that there will not be any funds in five years when we both turn 70. Signed, Concerned Senior. Dear Concerned Senior, 
Your question relates to Social Security solvency, no doubt inspired by the recent spate of media discussion on this topic. Most articles I read promote a doomsday scenario, and in fairness, Social Security's financial issues are serious. The latest report from the trustees of Social Security warned Congress that the reserves now held in Social Security's trust fund, which enable full benefits to be paid, will be depleted as early as 2023. Excuse me, 2033. What you may not know is that this is not news. The trustees have sounded the same warnings for decades to multiple Congresses, which have neglected to enact corrective measures, and unfortunately, they are likely to con continue to drag their feet for a while because the reform needed is not politically palatable and the impact is still a few years away. Nevertheless, although Social Security's looming financial issues are serious, they are not fatal. Congress already knows how to fix Social Security's financial issues. They just currently lack the the, the bipartisan spirit and political will needed to do so. The clock, however, is ticking and Congress will be forced to act soon, which we are confident will happen before the trust fund runs dry. What motivates most politicians is getting reelected and allowing across the board cut to all Social Security recipients, which would happen if the trust fund reserve was, was depleted. And that would be political suicide. Therefore, I'm confident that reform will occur in time and I don't suggest changing your Social Security claiming strategy over worries about Social Security solvency. Let me further allay your fears, allay your fears by explaining what would hypothetically happen if the worst case scenario if Congress doesn't act and trust funds are depleted. If that were to occur when the reserves are depleted in about 2023, 2033, everyone would face an across the board benefit cut. Social Security can't go bankrupt because there would still be about 175 million workers contributing contributing to the program, but Social Security by law can only pay benefits from re revenue received. Everyone's benefit will be reduced by about 23%, according to the trustees. Every beneficiary would still get benefits, but only to the extent available from income received. This brings me to your specific question, whether it's still wise to wait until age 70 to claim or to claim your benefits now. Ask yourself this question, which would result in a larger monthly payment, a 23% cut to your age 70 payment, SS payment, or a 23% to your current benefit amount. The answer, of course, is your monthly payment would be more if you stay with your current strategy and wait until age 70 to claim, a plan which I assume you develop considering your current financial needs as well as your life expectancy, both of which are very important to that decision. Again, I do not believe the worst-case scenario will happen. Congress already knows how to restore Social Security to full solvency, and they will most certainly act in time to avoid an across-the-board cut to everyone's benefit. The Association of Mature American Citizens, or AMAC, has proposed legislation that would restore the Social Security program to full solvency for generations without raising payroll taxes, a summary of which you are welcome to review at www.amac.us slash social security. AMAC has provided this proposal to various members of Congress for consideration. Excuse me, the blotter from the D District, North Buffalo, May 12, 2023, on Amherst Street. Defendant didn't enter top store at 345 Amherst Street. The defendant was knowingly issued a trespass notice and did conceal $104.13 worth of stakes in his backpack. 
Defendant then did pass all points of purchase without paying for same and was stopped by security near exit. Defendant was detained by security and did threaten to stab security officer with a knife. Property was recovered on defendant and a small black pocket knife with silver blade recovered from defendant's left front pocket. All property was returned to the Tops Market. On the west side, May 12, 2023, Forest Avenue, defendant and co-defendant were in an altercation with victim. Defendant did punch and bite victim, causing injuries to victim's left eye, right temple, chipped front tooth, laceration to upper lip, left elbow, and a bite mark on his back. May 12, 2023, on Herkimer Street, defendant did go to 350 Herkimer for custodial transfer despite being told not to go. On scene, physical altercation did occur over keys. Defendant did grab her arm and take out an earring from her ear. May 11, 2023, on Forest Avenue, defendant and co-defendant were in an altercation with victim and defendant did strike victim. Riverside, May 15, 2023, Oxford Avenue, person 1 and person 2 did get into a heated argument. Person 2 did strike person 1 in the head and face causing a laceration to person 2's left eye along with swelling and bruising. May 14, 2023, on Court Street. On the above date, time, and location, defendant did, during physical altercation at 24 Horton Street, stab victim with a knife multiple times about the abdomen and back, causing injury and hospitalization. Defendant also did break the window of the defendant's home. May 13, 2023, on Tonawanda Street. Defendant did get into a verbal argument with a juvenile daughter over hijab falling off the daughter. Daughter ran out of the house in fear for her life to get away from defendant. Defendant did pull daughter's hair and drag her. She did stamp on her thigh, causing pain. She did bite both shoulders, the left multiple times, breaking the skin, causing swelling. Daughter said defendant wishes she would die. Detectives interviewed both juvenile and defendant. Juvenile evaluated at Children's Hospital for injuries. CPS was called. On May 14th, on Court Street, on the above date, time, and location, defendant did, during physical altercation at 24 Horton Street, stab victim with a knife multiple times about the abdomen and back, causing injury and hospitalization. Defendant also did break the window of the defendant's home. May, excuse me, May 11, 2023, on Laird Avenue, defendant did make threats to victims, stating he was going to beat her... ASS. Victim does have an active order of protection. May 10th, 2023, Mandon Street. Defendant did engage with complainant in a road rage incident at Hurdle Avenue at Austin in which a gun was displayed. New York registered vehicle was stopped by a patrol officer at Hurdle Avenue and Mandon Street. When an officer took defendant out of vehicle, he did observe a gun between door frame and front passenger seat and at this point, defendant did flee the scene. Patrol officer did engage, did engage in a foot chase and apprehended defendant in front of 1883 Elmwood Avenue. Defendant and co-defendant were taken in custody without incident by patrol officers. Upon search of vehicle, one Glock 17 Generation 5 with serial number with one 9mm round in chamber and 17 9mm rounds in an extended magazine for 18 rounds total were found between the passenger front seat and the door. One Glock 40 with serial number with 28 rounds in an extended magazine recovered in a red book bag on back passenger side floor. 
uh, one drum magazine with 49 rounds was covered in the was recovered in the red book bag. Vehicles towed and impounded. TBHM invites the public to the final day of the train gallery. The gallery is closing to make way for the transition of offices from the Ju Julia Boyle Junior, excuse me, Julia Boyer Rienstein Center across the parking lot into the lower level where exhibit is located. Built in the 1920s as a private home and in music studio, the Rienstein Center has housed staff offices since 1992. The museum is currently in discussions to redevelop the property into a new attraction. I know it's difficult for the rail barons and museum visitors to see a beloved exhibit come to a close, and we are grateful for their dedicated support in the gallery, said Buffalo History Museum Executive Director Melissa Brown. We have limited space for our historic buildings and need to make this move as part of our multi-year plan to further activate the entire museum campus. The trains in the museum gallery, in the train gallery, will be operating from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, May 20th, May 27th, and June 3rd. Museum staff will take great care dissembling the exhibit, storing the model buildings and trains in the museum's permanent collection for possible inclusion in a new children's exhibit in the future. Let's do some senior trivia. In the future, maybe we'll have the answers to these questions. Number one, what is the common name for lateral epicondylitis? Lateral epicondylitis. Say that fast five times. Number two, what was the country of Portugal known in Roman times? Number three, what are the final words spoken in the movie The Shawshank Redemption? Well, that's a good one. Number four, which novel series includes a fictional place called Godric's Hollow in England? Oh, that's easy. What is cytology? Number six, what is the name of the ranch in the 1960s western show Bonanza? Number seven, which state has the longest cave system? Number eight, in which country were bagels invented? Number nine, what kind of beetle was revered by the ancient Egyptians? And number 10, what is the largest lizard on earth? Hmm. Again, don't have the answers to those, but hopefully they will stimulate you to find out, and we'll have the answers in a future show. The Buffalo, New York police community is currently asking people to apply. Join the PPD and make a difference in your community. To apply, scan the code, the QR code, or go to www.buffalonewyork.gov. Buffalo Police Officer Exam filing date is Monday, May 22nd, and exam date is June 17th. Help is wanted at the M&T Bank in Buffalo. They're seeking a model risk analyst responsible for, for, for providing controls and governance over development, execution, and maintenance of models. 100% remote work eligible. Requires a master's or foreign equivalent in math, stats, quantitative finance, Ooh, econ or any engineering or RT, RLTD quantitative field must have at least one year experience conduct, conducting regression analysis using SAS, R Python, or MATLAB to develop model analytics, read and 
analyze data and bid models based on analytic results. Experience may be gained through grad coursework, internships, and or prior experience. Resumes to E-A-L-O-I-S-I-O at mtb.com. Job code GL. You've been listening to a reading and of articles and features from The Rocket from the May 2023 issue of The Rocket. And your reader has been Sandra Bond. Thank you for listening.
Good morning. Welcome to another broadcast day on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service, a private not-for-profit organization. Radio Reading volunteers broadcast daily readings of newspapers, magazines, and books. Dairy applying to print handicapped persons who are provided reading radios. As always, please feel free to contact us to your comments, suggestions, or any questions you may have. And please stay with us. Our reading Buffalo News is coming up next. The following program is intended for listeners who are blind, have low vision, 